started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What's up, gamers? Uh, welcome back to City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm Carrie's gay husband. Um, and I'm Alex, and I'm always in the mood for gay porn. Yeah, mood. Yay. <laughs> um, we're back after a week off, and uh, we're talking about uh we're talking about all that glitters because you know it's an episode about gay men, so they had to make it about glitter because. Gay men hate the environment, so they love microplastics. Yeah, that's that's the theme of this episode. That was Carrie's question. Mm -hmm. Uh, I straight up missed the question because my dad came downstairs when I was watching it and started talking about the Irishman, and he was wearing like tiny, tiny. um, I mean, I would call them pants, like boxes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I literally had to tell him to go away. Because it was gross. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you didn't really miss much. I mean, I wrote it down, but... It, so you'll hear it, but it wasn't really that exciting. Yeah, I had um, some great parental interruptions this episode. Um, oh, truly wish I lived alone. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have any interruptions, but I still was kind of just like, this was a fun episode to watch, mm. and it wasn't really, but... It wasn't, like, terrible or anything. It was just fine it was just kind of boring i ended up having to um like the service i usually use which is like connected to hbo in the uk just Mm -hmm. randomly took it down so i had to fucking give money to jeff bezos and pay for it i'm disgusting i know i know um yeah and it was not worth it it wasn't worth the price of admission no i mean this episode is just extremely whatever i don't know like I guess we can just get into it. It's just boring. Nothing mm. really that exciting happens. It's just fine. It's just a f- fucking fluff filler episode. But I feel like fluff episode kind of implies that it's, like, not a downer. But a lot of this episode was kind of a downer. Not, yeah. like, a really downer way. Just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, the Charlotte story. We get to the end of it. And I'm just like, fuck, this is just sad. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we should just get into it. Yeah, well, okay, so it starts with Carrie trying to, like, decide something to do, and it's a Saturday night, and mm-hmm. there's, like, a million things to do in New York, so she's trying to pick one, and Aiden comes home, she asks him, like, oh, well, what do you want to do? Do you want me to try to get us into town, period? I guess the restaurant is called Town with a period at the end of it, kind of like <sighs> Panic at the Disco or something. Yeah. And I, I, I do love, like, club and restaurant names, which are stupid. It is kind of good. It really depends on what way they're stupid, I think. Yeah, like, there's a club that my friend actually works at called Fabric, and I was talking to my friend about it, and I was like, oh my god, do you know Fabric? Oh yeah, it's a lot like Liquid or Heaven, or, (laughs) like, there's so many (laughs) stupid club names. Yeah, it's true. There are all... (laughs) There are a lot of really dumb ones. She she really wants to go, I guess, but he's kind of just like, I just want to kind of shower and sit down and, like, listen to or watch a sport or something. Yeah, he know. wants to eat KFC, which, well, disgusting, but... 
valid, I suppose. I think the yeah, on one hand, on the one hand I'm like I don't really I don't think I've ever had a craving for KFC in my life, so I can't relate to that, but I can relate to the part where he gets home on a Saturday and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not going the fuck anywhere. Yeah. I am just going to like die on this couch." And Carrie's like, "Okay, I really need to go do something because I hate being inside on a Saturday night." And so she calls up Samantha, who I love when Samantha picks up the phone. She's just like, "Where are you? Come over and fuck me right now." A <laughs> <laughs> mood. Um yeah, apparently uh-huh. she's been on the phone to Richard and he said that he was going to call back, but that was 4 hours ago. Yeah, so that seems to be not going to happen. And he said he was going to call back in five minutes, like four hours ago. So, uh, yeah, that seems like a no. And she's all, like, dressed up and, like, sexy for for Richard. Yeah, she thought she was going to get fucked. Yeah, I know, right? And then she's like, okay, we need to fucking go do something. So she conferences in the other girls, and we have, like, the split-screen, like, four-way call, which I love. But before she conferences them in, Carrie's like, oh, you know how to do that, which... A good point. I never knew how to fucking do that. Phones oh. are the hardest technology. <laughs> like, when I use a phone, I feel like, like, what's older than a boomer? Like, the generation, I feel like I'm the generation before that trying to yeah. open, like, Internet Explorer. What is like, it? The, that's, yeah. The greatest generation or the silent generation? Who cares? It's something like that. Either yeah. way, it's like, I, I know that they don't know how to open a web browser, and that's me trying to use a telephone. Yeah, it <laughs> so. makes sense. Like, I love, there was that thing on, um, I think it was Ellen, and they were like, oh my god, this 15-year-old doesn't know how to use a rotary phone. Like, why the fuck would she? Why would I know how to use a, I mean, I know how to use a rotary phone, but why, like, I, they're so painful to use because they're like, they take forever, and I always think I'm doing it wrong, Mm. and like, uh, they had one on Riverdale recently, like, inside one of the characters' homes, and I was just like, I know you're doing this for, like, the aesthetic reason, but like, the idea that someone has this in their home in, like, 2019 is really funny to me. (laughs) Yeah, I remember my mum being like, oh, you don't know how to use a rotary phone? And then I was like, we've literally never had one in the house. Why would I know how to use that? And she was like, yeah, good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I fucking I've know? Like, I've definitely had to learn how to, like, transfer calls before at jobs I've had. And I hate doing it every single time. I oh. absolutely hate it. I do not know how to do it at my current job. And I'm so happy mm. I don't get many phone calls. <laughs> Love it. But, but before that, um, so Carrie's like, yeah, you don't, oh, you know how to do that. And she's like, yeah, what about all the three-way phone sex? True. <laughs> My, excuse me? That's okay. I guess, like, phone sex already seems so hard to coordinate in the first place that it's like trying to manage that on over, like, audio, where mm. it's like, Especially because it's like threesomes in general are already so complicated because it's like, what's everyone doing at all times? Where, yeah. Where's people going to go? Imagine trying to have like people talking and like listening and at the same time and that's the only way you have communication with each other. Like, I love our guests, but it's hard. we're always talking over each other because it's hard to figure out who wants to speak next. <laughs> That does make it hard when you have podcasts that have multiple people. Like, yeah. whenever I listen to a podcast that has, like, six people on it, I'm like, the fuck? Please cut down the number of people on your podcast. This is just cacophony. Oh, yeah, that's and disgusting. If you go over five, you belong in jail. Yes. And even yeah. five is pushing it. 
Five um, is really anyway. pushing it, especially if like any of them are men. So <laughs> you've heard men podcasts before, right? Like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> There's a reason we have a a fucking straight man a season. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> but yeah she patched in the girls and miranda was having a nap um because she's pregnant you know yeah even though it's like it's like 7 p.m or something like that which yeah. you know what i woke up at like 7 p.m after taking a nap the other day and i'm not even pregnant no exactly mm-hmm. let her leave like let her fucking live her life mm-hmm. um and then uh charlotte is like bickering with uh trey as you would imagine and they're all like, oh, let's go out, let's go dancing. And Miranda's like, I'm fucking pregnant, I don't want to deal with men. So, they go to the gay bar. They do. And it does look like a pretty fun time. Like, I've surprisingly never been to a gay bar before. Like, I don't really like going to clubs and stuff. But, like, I would go to a, like, just, I would go to a gay club or something. Yeah. Just because I feel like it would have a completely different atmosphere. I don't have to worry about some creepy dude grinding on me that i like don't want to touch or anything yeah like i will say because obviously there is like a lot of discussion about like straight women in gay bars yes and i will say imagine being a straight woman in a non-gay bar um but like i feel like it goes for like (laughs) any establishment as long as you're respectful um yeah then you're fine you know if there's someone performing tip them don't be a dickhead yeah. and it really depends on the you know, reason d- you're going yeah, yeah exactly yeah so i'm like yeah. down with it i was i went to um like i know like a lot of my friends like going to gay bars but also you know i don't think i've been to like a gay club i did walk into a gay pub once with me mm. and my like gal friend and yeah. it was all like 50 year old men so Aww. we were like we're we'll we'll leave <laughs> that's really adorable (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah i feel like it's kind of like i don't know i mean like a lot of people will be gay and bring their straight friends to a gay bar because they don't want to go alone and like the thing is as long as you're not going there to like spectate or like be a weirdo like you're still giving them your business so like i don't know yeah and she's i mean it seems like the girls are just there to have fun and yeah, exactly. They're not like intrude. I mean, okay, Samantha does intrude, but that's Samantha, Samantha does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie's like, I feel like we don't belong here, and uh, like, no someone's shit. like, yeah, someone's <laughs> like, well, that's because you're wearing a shirt, because <laughs> like everyone there is dancing pretty much like half naked, which I feel like is an exaggeration. Yeah, it's like uh, it's yeah. like the image of gay clubs that people have in their mind, where it's like all sexy dudes dancing and everyone's grinding up on each other and there's go-go boys and everyone's naked and uh-huh. it's not just like a hole where there's a drag queen in the corner uh-huh. lip syncing like, to like Ariana Grande. Yeah, like I guess I wouldn't really know because I've never been to, I guess if I would have been to a gay bar before it probably would have been more of like like a woman-centered gay bar type thing. Yeah. But like, I I mean, I guess the creator of the show is a gay man, I think. So maybe maybe I just don't know anything about, about I mean, the gay I th- scene in New York. Yeah, and I think it's just like it's supposed to be an exaggeration for all the um the Midwest mothers who want to live vicariously through the girls. That's true. And I mean, it seems like a good time regardless if it's real yeah. or not. So like, I hope that this exists somewhere. So. Me too. I would like to go. 
Uh-huh. She goes me up, gay bar. Yes, I would love that. Um, you you know who else meets up is Charlotte and Anthony. Yeah. Because, of course, they go to the gay club. And, like, you know, surely the only gay club in New York, of course. Because mm-hmm. that's, of course, where An- Anthony's going to be on his Saturday night. They keep running into, like, their gays. Um, yeah. As if, like, gay people just have fucking pheromones. <laughs> like, you have, like, a psychic attachment, and you're like, okay, my straight girl best friend is here, and she's in trouble. I need to be with her. <laughs> and they can just appear out of nowhere. Like, they could be across town and, like, just appear. And, yeah, that seems to be what happens in this episode. Yeah. Uh, at least, at the at least three times, I think. So, mm-hmm. gay people which are magic. Weird. Yeah, and we haven't seen... Anthony or Stanford in like I don't know how many episodes, but not recently. <laughs> no, forever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but Anthony shows up. He's with a guy called Gordon who works for Home and Garden. <laughs> Home and um, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, and <laughs> Charlotte's like, oh my god, I love Home and Garden. I used to wear my grand, my mum's pearls, and read it. And then Gordon's like, me too. <laughs> I'm gay. Um, and like Anthony's like, oh, you should see Charlotte's new apartment. It's gorgeous. He's like, yeah, maybe I'll come take pictures for it for um the magazine. And Charlotte's so happy. It's like a childhood dream come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like a very Charlotte thing to be excited yeah. about. Like, I, I get can't it, imagine. Yeah. I, I that would get be it, me. but I love a bit I of interior cannot- design. I can't imagine being, like, a 10-year-old and reading Home and Garden, though, and being like, that's going to be me in 20 years. I don't know. I did have a phase where I, like, read a lot of GQ. Okay, okay. And I don't know why, but I was like, I'm going to be, I don't know, a gentleman. I mean, I guess the thing about GQ is they really put in, like, they put in, like, the sexy men's in there, kind Mm. of, like, they do them up to be, like, the kind of sexy that appeals to men so that they'll be like, oh, I want to look like that. But it's like, yeah. they're still sexy men. So like, True. if you're, yeah, so it's good to just look they're at. Like, kinda, they're, they're like yeah. sexy men. So you'd have like Idris Elba, like looking all hot. And then you'd have like a sexy woman on top of him. So like really it was kind of the bisexual dream. Yeah, kind of. Pretty much yeah. is. And they always put them in really nice clothes. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's like there's not many magazines or anything where you see like, hot men who are actually dressed nicely or anything so it, it kind of like i get it yeah yeah i mm-hmm. feel that but no i i don't think i read home and gardens yeah i don't even know if this is a real magazine <laughs> no um but i think it is i don't know i'm not yeah. a fucking magazine i'm not a journalist i didn't go to home journalism Garden, school it just seems like it seems to me like if you were a 10-year-old and you were reading, like, Oprah's magazine. Like, that just seems weird to me. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading, like, Cosmopolitan a lot. <gasps> me too. I read a lot of Cosmo when I was, like, 12. Yeah, I definitely should have been doing that because I, like, remembered the fucking sex tips and they've only just been useful recently. <laughs> there, There is some shit in there that I really thought was going to come more in handy as I became an adult. Yeah. And then I was kind of just like, yeah, no, it, I really didn't learn that much, but I felt like I was learning so much. Surprisingly, you don't need to know, like, 500 sex positions. 
Yeah. You'll figure him out in the moment. That's the... That's true. That's true. Yeah. But Cosmo had some, like, really good shit, though. So, like, I was super into that as a kid. It was just interesting to read, but, like, Home and Garden, not as much. No. Um, (laughs) Because we're horny and Charlotte isn't. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so... (laughs) Also, I guess we forgot to mention this club's called Trade. Yeah, we did forget, but it sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Someone's been watching. Um, someone's been watching Paris is Burning. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they like Samantha and Miranda have gone to the ladies, or just it's like a gender neutral toilet because why would there be a ladies? It's a gay bar. Um, uh huh. And Samantha is straight up looking at their dicks. She literally stands at the urinal and she looks directly at them. She, like, stares into the camera and she's like, this is just like being diabetic at Baskin-Robbins. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, boys, I'm just looking. Like, um, you probably shouldn't look at people's dicks. You should don't do that. Don't (laughs) do that. Like, I mean, I have asked, obviously, it's a dying question, I think, if you don't have a penis, um, you're like, so do you look at the other like guys dicks when you're at a urinal um and i believe the answer is no but you probably will get a sneak peek like and i guess there's not really much to view not really because it's just they're like they're completely flaccid like what are you gonna see it's like their hand probably covers like the entire thing Mm. and like it (laughs) just that that makes sense though it's kind of just like like it'll come out but you're not gonna be just even if you were trying to look at it, like, and you were, like, not even trying to be subtle about it, I feel like you would still barely see anything. So. Yeah. It's, but it's Samantha like Horny. Samantha Horny and crossing a line, but Aww. we'll ignore that because it's not a real show. But if it were, we, we'd, we need to have a word with her. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, and then I have written this down in order. Um Carrie can't get a drink. We go back to Carrie briefly, and mm-hmm. she can't get a drink because she's a woman in a gay bar. Again, they're always like, "Why can't I get a drink?" Like, yeah, I guess this is pretty foreign for her because she is normally like hot girl at bar, get yeah. drink easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then some guy comes over and like calls over the bartender, and he says, "Oh, a drink for the fabulous Carrie Bradshaw." Um, uh huh. His name's Oliver. And he's Australian. As far as I could tell, he had an actual Australian accent. He did because I looked him up and he, I forget his name, but he is an actual Australian actor. So he is yeah. actually legit Australian. It so. was it was nice to hear an actual Australian and not yes. someone doing a really shit accent. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so like he says that he's a big fan of hers. Like he's just moved to New York and her column is his dating bible that seems weird to me because well i mean i guess she is writing about dating men but she's writing about dating straight men Mm, who are a whole different kettle of fish it's it's very different i think like but i mean i i find it's still interesting to read regardless i guess but i don't know how much she's gonna get out of it yeah but i i get it like you know yeah just I don't fucking know. Maybe her column's really good. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> um, he's also a shoe distributor. Yes. Yeah. 
I love the question that Nathan asked us when we were like talking about the episode because he was just like, so wait, is he an Australian shoe importer or is he an importer of Australian shoes? (laughs) (laughs) He like only imports Uggs. It's it's a really good question though. The the phrasing of the synopsis was pretty ambiguous. So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch the episode and find out. I guess there are uh, quite a lot of Australian shoes though, now that I think about it. I really don't know anything about what Australia exports, but like there are Uggs. I'm pretty sure there are like some sandals. Mm-hmm. There's lo- probably loads of sandal companies. You know? Yeah. Um but no, he does like designer shoes. Yes. Yeah, and he also has a goodie bag that he gives her. Well, okay, okay, I guess before he gives her the goodie bag, he notices first that she's married because she has the ring on her finger. Well, she's engaged. She's not married. Oh, yeah. I I jumped extremely into the future that doesn't exist. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's engaged. And, yeah, so he notices the big ring, and uh, he's just kind of like, what's with that? And but then they don't really even talk about it that much. Uh, he's basically just like, "Can I take you for brunch?" Even if yeah. even though you're uh, t- accounted for, and gives her a goodie bag with gay porn in it. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why he had a goodie bag of gay porn. He went to like a. Um. <sighs> He went to a, a shot, like a movie premiere? Right. Okay, and then he just gave it to her. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But why? Yeah. I guess, I don't know. If you've seen, if you've seen a, do you want to see it again? That's a good point. I wouldn't want to, probably. And I guess it makes sense that he's kind of just, it makes sense because the writers really wanted Carrie and friends to watch gay porn and have a good chuckle about it. Yeah. That's the, for the plot. Yeah. <sighs> We'll talk about that. Yeah, that sure was a scene. Yeah. So. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> then we go We go back to Miranda, and uh, she's, like, peeing, but she runs into a guy, Max, from work, and she's like, oh, what's good? <laughs> yeah, because I guess he is not out at the office or anything, so, like, she didn't know he was gay, no. and... Uh, He's basically just like, oh, hey, can we just not make this a big deal? Because, you know, like, there's the older partners at the firm. I don't really want it to be, like, a thing, which is definitely a really reasonable question. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And she, like, admits that she's pregnant. And she just hasn't told anyone because, you know, people will – she'll lose cases to people. And people are going to want her office. And, like, there's a bunch of reasons why she doesn't want to tell people. But they Mm kind of just agree to both, like, not say anything to at work. Uh-huh. And so. um, that's that's that for now. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um so like we go back to the girls and uh Charlotte's been dancing and then Anthony and Gordon start like making out so she ditches and finds the girls at the bar and they're all having a good time and Samantha has taken some ecstasy. Yeah, and she, I love that, like, it's 2001, so people still call it X. (laughs) Yeah, we're not saying Molly, we're like, it's X. Yeah. (laughs) She is on X, Mm -hmm. and so you know what that means. It means horny time. Horny and happy. Serotonin Uh pinging. Yeah, it's Uh all good. 
Um, yeah. So she's excited. She really wants to meet up with Richard and, and have fuck time. So. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, you know, I hear sex on X is meant to be amazing. So I'm going to go find Richard. And they're like, cool. Um, So, yeah, they all go home. Carrie goes back to her apartment. And Aiden's there in his tighty whities, like, just tummy out from binging on KFC. (laughs) Yeah. Next to his bucket of chicken. Loving it. (laughs) Loving life. (laughs) That's honestly like this. Like, I don't really want to eat a big bucket of chicken, but like otherwise, this is kind of the dream. Like, <laughs> this is like my ideal Sunday Saturday night. If there were like a pizza, that's just me. Yeah, that for was sure. just me on Saturday. Like legit. Yeah, big time. Half naked, that, eating yeah. a shit ton. Yeah, <laughs> that like pizza or poutine or something like mm. that is just the dream for me. Yeah, yeah. Mine's like Chinese yeah. food, I think. Chinese oh, or pizza. Yeah, true, true. Mm, and yeah. Aiden's very sleepy because he's just been – he's loaded himself up on chicken. And he's just in bed and uh, Carrie climbs into bed and she's like, I had five cocktails and I danced with a lot of hot topless men and I'm horny. Uh, and Aiden's just like, I ate too much chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is which, like yeah also her kissing him with his like greasy chicken lips yeah it's, she just like climbs on top of him and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna be this can you rub my tummy uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie's like disappointed because she wanted to bone yeah. and he's just like no I'm I'm too chicken mm-hmm. I'm like I'm too full of chicken and but also so- I am chicken you're scary in bed I bet she is yeah. because yeah, she yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got to Samantha having sex with Richard, and it's like amazing according to her because like they finish. Which okay, I find it a little hard to believe that she's finishing here, but like then well, she okay, she just first kind of, of first of all is yeah. Samantha, and two she's high as fuck. So even if she didn't finish, like she's still having a good time. That's true. She may also just, like, think she's finished. Who knows? I've never taken ecstasy before, so I have no idea what it's like. But she she is kind of like, they just finished, and he's still, like, fully naked on top of her. And she's just like, I love you. I'm in love with you. And just, it cuts there. But we definitely don't get anything back from – we don't hear anything. We don't hear any Richard say anything. No. Well, we cut to Samantha, like, the next morning, um, trying to get a cab, phoning Carrie. She's freaking out. Like, you know, I, I said I love him. Obviously, Samantha doesn't say that. Um, and she feels embarrassed about the whole thing. And Carrie mm-hmm. is being Carrie and not really caring all that much. And, uh-huh. so, like, apparently Richard didn't say anything back. Like, at all, he just went straight to sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so Samantha's kind of stressed about it because she was like – she says that she loved everyone, like the taxi driver and a sweater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Carrie's like, well, Richard's the only one you said it to, though. Mm. And so, you know, what, do, what does it mean? What does it mean? Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and, to be fair, like, yeah. yeah, she slipped up. But I mean, I've – I'm one of those people that says I love you all the time. Yeah. Like, I remember I said to, like, a, like, a relatively new friend at the time, like, I was leaving the party, and I went, all right, love you. 
and she was like shocked and she was like i, I love you too oh my like, god that's so cute <laughs> but i mean i say that all the time because like why not we're all gonna die i did nearly say yeah. it i nearly said it the other day when i was um in an intimate situation but i think that's just because you know again serotonin levels are high i love everyone well that's the th- thing and it's like even if even if samantha didn't say i love you to the taxi driver or the sweater it's not like she was fucking the sweater so there's there's a more elevated emotions there so i can see why she would say it whether she means it or not it makes Mm -hmm. sense exactly yeah um so yeah she goes home carrie's like Ugh. talking about Aiden <laughs> how she's disgusted by him because she's such a great person um, but yeah then she goes to a brunch with Oliver uh-huh. and they're chatting getting along famously um, and he says that he's not monogamous because he's gay uh, you know gay people god I really like it's <laughs> It's wild when, like, the writers – I mean, I don't know about the entire writing room, but it's wild when the show is, like, created by gay people but still homophobic. It's like watching (laughs) Glee. Like, you watch Glee and you're like, this was made by a gay man, but yet I've never felt more attacked in a bad way watching a show in ages. (laughs) So it's like, what is the truth? (laughs) I suppose, yeah, you're right. Like, it is kind of weird. I mean, it seems mm-hmm. more like, because he says that he has a boyfriend in Australia, but he was kind of looking to hook up with someone last night. And it just seems mm-hmm. like more that he's in a long distance relationship. So, you know, being open is like pretty normal. Yeah, that seems like more of a thing that would make sense rather than just being like, well, all gay people just want to sleep with every other gay person. That's how it is because that's the stereotype we have. And it's like (laughs) – it's – I know that like in 2001 there was a really low bar for like any gay characters being on TV, just being any representation, but it's still very just like – yeah. It's so cringy to watch now. <laughs> um, it is, yeah, and he's he's basically saying, like, it makes sense, though. He's basically saying that, like, his, you know, he they have a, and they seem to have, like, a pretty, not strict, but, like, agreed upon outcome of, like, it's just sex and that's it. Which makes mm-hmm. sense when one of you is on the other side of the fucking planet. Yeah. Yeah, everything he says, like, does make sense. And then he kind of asks Carrie about her monogamy thing, because he asks about the ring, and she's just like, well, his name is Aiden, and he's tall, and (laughs) that's where she stops. (laughs) She doesn't have anything else to say about him. I mean, that's great, isn't it, when you um, just describe your boyfriend as, like, tall. Love your my- fiance, even. Yeah, love of my life. He's just tall. <laughs> like, that is one of his most significant qualities, I guess. Like, if you if I was gonna list qualities about Aiden, like, I guess that's one of the more noticeable ones. But <laughs> Yeah. 
uh, yeah, it's it's weird. And then they get kind of interrupted at that point um, because Stanford comes out and uh, Stanford is very confused about why Carrie is out with this very like pretty man. And when he knows that she's, you know, with Aiden and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he excuses himself and goes to the bathroom. Uh, Oliver, that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carrie's like, he's gay. We met last night at trade. And Stafford's like, you went to a gay bar without me? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is such a mood. I've had friends before that I know go to a gay bar without me. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, Same. you went without me? And they like, were straight. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? That's the worst part. It's like, why are you even there? Like, yeah. Ugh. But, yeah, they – he's like, why'd you go without me? And he's kind of just like – I can't tell how serious he is at this point where he's kind of just like, I'm your gay person. I'm your, like, gay mm. boyfriend because they love to say gay boyfriend and gay husband this episode because yeah. that's a thing. And – uh yeah, I, I can't tell how serious he's at this point, but it seems like later he actually is offended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, so, yeah, so Staff is wearing this, like, lovely pea-green suit and shirt combo. He is. He is wearing that. It's very, very green. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and they say that they're going to go to this place called Bungalow 8. Which is like a very exclusive, pretentious um, club where you have to have a key to get in. Yeah, that's it's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, well, then after that, we get Carrie's question. Uh, she's back at home in her apartment and she's kind of voiceovering, like, why do we? just want to have like we don't want to get rid of our single lives we want to you know like we're in a relationship but we still want to like do things like go out on a weekend even though we have a partner who doesn't want to go out like what's the deal with that (laughs) Uh, her her actual question is uh fuck what did she say Uh, yeah her question to be in a couple do you have to put your single self on a shelf in like, like an elf just be- on the shelf? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought of elf on the shelf too. I was like, ugh, awful. But <laughs> I, like, let's just punish our children. Let's make them realize they're in a surveillance state. Right, it's horrifying. Yeah. But like, I just, I don't understand this question because it's like, clearly you don't have to do every single thing with your partner. Like, if one person wants to go out and do something and you just want to stay at home and hang out, that's just normal. Like, you don't mm. have to do everything together. And you shouldn't do everything together. Like, it's no. obviously you should do some things together because if you're never doing anything together, then that's just weird. But I don't know. Like, I'm happy, like, Matt and I have similar energies with, like, how much we we want to do stuff. Matt has more energy than I do about doing stuff. And so, like, if anything, I'm the one who's, like, the Aiden who's, like, I really want to go home and not be around people anymore. And yeah. But, like, he's receptive to that and not, like, I'm going to just, I don't know, not a dick. Whereas Carrie's kind of just, like, why does Aiden ever want to do anything? And it's, like, you guys seem to do stuff still. He just wanted to stay in, like, one night. Exactly. It feels like mm-hmm. w- like they've been doing this for one night. 
yeah, this has never been a problem before. Like, they go out for dinner, they go out and do stuff, like, they hang out with the girls sometimes. There's lots of stuff that they do. (laughs) They have, like, plenty of mutual friends as well. Like, it seems like, like, he gets along with her friends and, like, she gets along with Steve and everyone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's very weird. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, then where are we? Let me check my notes again, because I got distracted uh, and started doodling. Then we go to Miranda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, who comes into the office, or no, she's in her office, and this, like, woman with a really terrible hair comes in and is like, oh, the firm is finally moving into the future. Casual Fridays are going to be a thing. And I made it happen after, like, two years of work. This is what I get out of life, I guess. Yeah, aren't you a lawyer? I don't understand. Yes, right? Like, that seems like a weird kind of business to have a casual Friday in, but okay. (laughs) Also, like, yeah, like, I'd love to have a a meeting, um with my lawyer to be like am i gonna go to prison and then she's just wearing a (laughs) t-shirt true and like even with casual friday there's kind of like a limit to how casual you generally show up in and well we definitely see that past later in this this episode yeah um but yeah after she kind of says that casual friday thing she like is about to leave the office, and then she's like, oh, and by the way, congratulations. Like, kind of whispering, and Miranda's like, okay, the fuck, first of all, um, why the fuck do you know about this? She doesn't say it, but, like, yeah. no one is supposed to know, so obviously Max said something. Mm-hmm. She basically storms into um, Max's office and is like, why did you tell Celeste? Um, and... Yeah, she's like, why did you tell Celeste? And she, he's like, oh, it just slipped out. I was defending you because she was compl- She thought that you were an alcoholic because you're asleep all the fucking time. Yeah, like apparently he's, she saw her sleeping under her desk or something. Yeah. Which is really funny to me just because it's like imagining Miranda like in the fetal position under her desk just taking a nap. <laughs> uh and Miranda's just like, like, fuck, so, like, that's not better, like, Celeste can't keep secrets, so, like, everyone's yeah. gonna know now, like, how would you feel if I just told her that you were gay? And then right as she says that, Celeste, like, walks into the office and is like, casual Fridays are a thing now, ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. Mm, so. That love sucks. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, now it's gay porn sorry, time. My doodling got out of control. I made. A, <laughs> I did a really nice picture though. Anyway, um, so then we go to the girls at Samantha's place watching gay porn. This is the thing. Okay, why do movies and TV shows make it seem like people sit around with their mates and watch porn, and then they're like, I, ah, "Yeah, this is so funny." This is so I funny. I really don't know. The only time I can imagine that happening is if it was a group of, like, 14-year-old boys who had just discovered what jacking off is, and they're like, hey, guys, have you seen this, like, yeah. really funny thing that you can do where you just, like, watch people have sex and you just 
isn't this so weird and like, cool? But like, <laughs> yeah, thirty-year-old women, maybe not. Um, yeah, but I, I like, cause I remember guys at school being like, "Oh yeah, we had a sleepover at Jack's and we watched porn," and then all of us girls being like, "Well, that's a bit gay," and then being like, "No, it's not gay." I'm like you watch porn like with all your mates in the room like did you jerk off that's gay <laughs> and then be like no like it's kind of weird to do like okay like from a sexual standpoint it makes sense just to watch it and be like isn't this funny is weird it's very yeah like i if they were watching it like if if carrie was like i'm just gonna watch this because i'm like curious about it because i've never seen game porn it's just like Okay, but then it's like they're watching it like they're like hooting and hollering at zoo animals. They're just like, what? And they make it seem like it's like so much more wild than like straight porn when it's like not. They're just fucking like we see glimpses of it and they're just fucking like it's just it's just porn. Like there's not doing anything like this outlandish. Also, I thought you were going to say they're hooting and hollering like it's Zoolander. Like, yeah, if we were watching Zoolander and be like, yeah, like scream laughing. That's oh real. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's me watching Zoolander. Yeah, truly. I'm screaming the entire time. I'm like, yes, orange rocker frappuccinos. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they're just watching it and like, they fucking, they just think it's hilarious. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't get it, but like, sure. And, Charlotte's kind of just like, I made biscotti. I was told I was going to be watching an independent film with you guys. <laughs> and it's like, it's very good. Because then she ends up eventually changing the subject back to being like, okay, let's just watch the gay porn because I don't want to talk about my marriage anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's real. That's mm-hmm. a mood. Yeah. When I get tired over, like, men, I'm just going to watch gay porn and be like, well, these guys are having fun. They're having a good time. Yeah. So, but she gets all, she yeah. gets like all deep, and she's like, you know, because I want more, I feel guilty because Trey's just content. So I'm the bad person for wanting a child, and I'm like, damn. And then there's yeah. like some fucking butts like tensing up and slapping into another guy's butt, and I'm like, <laughs> valid. Yeah. yeah, she does get real deep there. It's like. Mm. I feel like she really hits the nail on the head. Like, whomst among us <laughs> has yeah. not once been like, why do I feel like I'm so much of a burden for asking for, like, a little bit more? <laughs> so, I know. If yeah. Asking for what I want, I feel like a bad person. Uh-huh. And then just, like, cock. Mood. Yeah. They're like, um, honey, you're not a good – you're not a bad person. Trey uh-huh. is just an ass. And I mean – this ep- yeah. this scene is responsible for one of my favorite gifts of all time, which is not in the mood for gay porn. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a really good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the way Carrie delivers that line is just like chef kiss. <laughs> it, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, um, and yeah, they they just watch some more of it, and then that's pretty much it. That's. <laughs> They just really wanted to write in a scene where they watch the gay porn and and have some male booties on the screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to uh, see it. I'm I do not like gonna... to see the male booties. I yeah, I'm not going to fucking act bigger than anyone else, but I do feel like it's weird that they're watching it together and laughing. Like 
Yeah, the laughing part and the part where they're just like finding it to be just like really funny is stressful to me. I'm like, that's just, I don't know. <laughs> it verges on the like, yikes for me. <laughs> mm, it's just yeah. strange. Um, yeah. And then, then then we go to Richard and Sam. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, she's there at work and they're chatting normally. And then she says like, mm, can we talk about what, how, what I said? the other day in bed and he's like oh it's fine you're on you're on ecstasy like it doesn't mean anything and samantha's <laughs> kind of sad because she wanted she him to say it back she realizes she wanted to say it back she does love him yeah she she's disappointed and it's that is kind of it's it's sad to see because it's like samantha never falls in love with people and she has feelings and uh, I hate Richard because like I mean I know that I feel like in an like he probably expected her to want to hear that anyway even if that's not what he meant but like it's still I don't know Uh it's hard to watch Um, it is so then we go back to the law office and it's casual Friday and Miranda shows up to work with a little dress that shows her bump. But this is very not casual to me. I'm sorry. But like, she's still wearing a dress. Like, this is still pretty professional to me. Mm. But you can see her bump. So that's the thing is she was like, I'm finally going to just let people know about this and it's fine. And uh, Max comes into the office just wearing a full mess shirt. Yeah, and like see-through. camouflage cargo trousers. Well, actually, uh-huh. I'm sorry, we couldn't see his bottom half because he was wearing camouflage. Yeah, true. He just walked. <laughs> he just floated <laughs> into the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, I I don't get mesh shirts. I don't get it. But no. it's definitely something that like. Cat made noise. It's definitely something that you don't wear to the office even on casual Fridays. No. But, like, I like a mesh – see, I like a mesh shirt, but I also have titties, so I have to, like, you know, wear something underneath or above. Yeah, that makes sense. But I do do love a see-through. I do love a see-through top. Yeah, see-through tops can be good. I guess it depends for me because I have a hard time finding, like, anything that I ever want to wear underneath a see-through top. Mm. yeah true but it's fun like just have the sleeves and then be like a fucking emo bitch yeah i really want to get like so true i want to get a long sleeve one so i can be an emo (sighs) bitch anyway yeah Um, okay i do want that (laughs) (laughs) yeah the bosses aren't a fan so yeah the boss sees it and is like that's the end of casual fridays so yeah. ripped a fucking celeste spent two years of her life making casual fridays happen and then max ruins it in one week <laughs> by wearing a by basically being topless at work at his law firm so max is a king yeah he he did that like he really went out there and did that yeah <laughs> i love him short kings rise up he really is a short king yeah Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so then then we get to sad bit. We go to Bummer City. We do. We're like, okay, gay rights, um, twink rights, and then Bummer City. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, Charlotte is uh, basically, she's talking to Trey about how people are going to come shoot the place and basically being like, look, we should move all your stuff back into the regular bedroom instead of the guest bedroom because so it doesn't look like, you know, we're sleeping separately because that would probably just look bad and, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to think we're the perfect couple, but uh, we're not. And Trey's basically just like, I don't want to do this anymore like not the shoot but just like us like like he basically he does do the right thing here where he's like look you shouldn't have to compromise like he's gonna move back in with his mom and (laughs) she can keep the apartment which is like okay well at least he's giving her this Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah it fucking sucks like yeah like it does it it's sad you know like as much as trey sucks like you know when your friend is dating a guy who you fucking hate and who is bad for her and they break up and on one hand you're like you deserve better but then on the other you're still fucking sad for your friend you know yeah for sure you're kind of just like that just you know that they're gonna be better off in the long run but it's still just like it really sucks that you have to go through this at all in the first place yeah and yeah like it could have been worse but it it really i think it's just hard because like they know it's been bad for so long but this is the part where they really just kind of call it and they're like we're we we're not we can't make this work Uh with us so uh that's that's not the end of their story yet for the episode, but um, before we finish their story, we go back to Carrie, and she's getting ready to go out and putting her engagement ring on uh, a necklace <laughs> instead of on her hand. Which, like, I guess shows that she's starting to f- waver her feelings a bit for Aiden, but she was never all that yeah, fucking enthusiastic about it anyway. Yeah, like, I don't know, I I find that there's definitely a lot of cases where, like, it's normal to do that because it's like you, you. a lot of people just have jobs where you just straight up can't really wear anything on your hands and stuff yeah. or, like, there's a lot of valid reasons to to do that. You might just not really like wearing rings, but that's clearly not what the case is with no. Carrie. Like, it's clearly like, an emotional thing with her. I don't so. really like wearing rings, especially if I had, like, a big ring. So I might do that occasionally. But, like, nah, this is just her not wanting to look like she's engaged. Yeah. Because she still wants to go out to the club and have people talk to her like she's not an engaged person. Yeah. Mm, which is pretty yeah. shady. Um, uh-huh. And Aiden's like, I could come with you. And she, like, just straight up turns him down. Yeah, because he actually wants to go out and do stuff with her, and he, she's like, look, I'm going to this place called Bungalow 8, and I'm going with uh, Oliver, and, but the thing is, no, you can't come because it's really exclusive and you need a key. Like, as if they couldn't just be like, we have a plus one or something, probably. Yeah. Like, mm, it's, like, it's stupid. It's really exclusive. Like, I guess, you know, I guess she's trying to say, like, oh, he has a plus one, so I'm the plus one. Yeah, that's true. But... And I do love when she when she's just like, oh, what's up with the with the ring around your neck? And she's just like, oh, this way it's closer to my heart. <laughs> it's like that is such horseshit. Yeah, lies, oh fallacies. It's like you don't have a heart, Carrie, but go off. <laughs> and ugh, yeah, so she goes to Bungalow Eight with Oliver, and he just keeps getting with a bunch of other gay guys there who like keep talking to him and hitting on him and Carrie's just like 
okay, this is fucking garbage. I'm just going to leave because, like, you just aren't, you aren't even hanging out with me and you took me here. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, okay, so, like, Carrie, you can still socialize with other people. Like, you've done that before, but I get it. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, look, I'm sorry. You know, he just, he just, like, genuinely apologized. Yeah, yeah, true. He's like, oh, I was neglecting you. That sucks. I'm yeah. sorry. And then Stanford just shows up out of nowhere and out is just the like from fucking gay heaven Stanford for, comes yeah. down and he's he like beamed down <laughs> like like a white knight he's like oh, is this man disrespecting my straight woman <laughs> yeah uh, he's he like really all women are queens <laughs> straight women are queens how dare you mistreat her uh-huh. yeah he's basically just like I've been there for Carrie since she rode the subway yeah. and wore candies. And what the fuck are candies? I probably I have I probably no should have idea. That. I imagine I, they're like shitty shoes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I really have no idea. But I love that the idea that you ride the subway means that you're like lesser. Like, <laughs> like a lesser human. When it's like that is like the only way to get around New York efficiently. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you gonna do? Drive? But ew, candies are like those like seventies like mule shoes. Yeah, I do love that she's like I never wore candies. Like believe me, and Stanford's like you did, and I loved you anyway because <laughs> I loved. I've always loved you, Carrie. You're I am I am your gay person, not anyone else. You cannot have any other gay friends but me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm the gay. I'm the fucking. I'm it. I'm that cunt. Like it's literally that scene from <laughs> Gone Girl. Like no, I'm the one. It really is. Stanford did say that. Yeah. I'm the only one who will be able to put up with your bullshit, baby. So uh-huh. I'm it. Uh-huh. And, like, he's probably right, to be honest. Yeah. He is. Stanford's fucking valid, as usual. Yeah. He is. He's he's really good. And then Carrie kind of realizes this whole thing is kind of escalated too much, and she just, like, leaves. Yeah. Well, because um, Oliver's like, oh kiss and make up and then Stanford like grabs him and kisses him yes he does <laughs> I forgot about that yeah <laughs> yeah Carrie's like I'm fucking Audi and she ollies out on her skateboard and then uh we she gets home and we get her voiceover that's just like you know the most exclusive clubs in New York only have two members and are very hard to get into and but she also like <laughs> yeah but she like goes to suck his dick she does do that, <laughs> which like valid, because he's like, uh, he's like, why do you have gay porn? And she's like, oh, it's a long story. Um, he's like, well, do you learn anything from it? A winky face, and she's like, yeah. And she starts making this like horrible porn music like sound, and then she starts unbuckling his belt and like going down him, and then she pulls back up for a kiss. I'm like, no, girl, suck his dick. Okay, but you know what? It is valid to kiss someone after you suck their dick because oh, they yeah. have to. You yeah. gotta. Of course. Yeah. Like, if mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've never had it where um, they don't want me to do that. I've heard about it happening, but so far, you know, all the guys I've um, done that with have been down for it. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, it, you, you got a blowjob. Yeah. Deal thank, with me. It. thank me. Thank <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah i mean uh 
The residue's out of my mouth by that point anyway. The residue right, is like, disgusting. The residues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're going up there and like, like I feel like we've mouth. had this discussion before. This isn't <laughs> – is it called? Is that is that snowballing? We've had this discussion before. I, I know think this. So yeah, I think that's okay, snowballing. Yeah. But like, it's no, you're not, like not you're doing that. Up. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's different. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, she does go to give him a, a dick suck, and uh, <laughs> everything's good with them now. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. And then we get downer number two, which well, it's <gasps> it's kind of nice, but it's kind of a downer. It's kind no, of it's, like twenty. Yeah, it's a downer. It's, like tw- it's a downer. It's like twenty five percent nice, seventy five percent a downer. Because it's like it could be worse, but it's still pretty bad. Because uh, okay, so Charlotte is they're they're doing the whole shoot in the apartment where uh, the home and garden people are there, and Anthony's there, and basically, you know, Charlotte pulls Anthony aside, and she's just like. Okay, I have to tell you something. Trey and I are separating, and maybe we should just cancel the shoot because Trey is not here, and it might look bad. And Anthony is really sweet because he's like, look, you are the heart of the shoot, and it's fine if it's just you, and Trey does not matter at all, and it's – no, I don't give a shit. Let's still do it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and it's really sweet. I really like how he's like, nah, you did, you did this one by yourself, though. Like, you know – yeah, exactly. She, he's he's like, this is about you. You are the important one. No one gives a shit about the husband no. in, like, who's reading this magazine. Like, they care about you. And yeah. he's right. And then, like, they're about to start the shoot. And then Trey does show up. So it's like he did come through for Charlotte for once in his fucking life. Yeah, but then they have to pretend to be, like, the perfect couple. Yeah, and, and it's sad. Oh, and then Carrie says, like, um, you know, across America, there will be girls with their mother's pearl necklaces reading this, seeing Charlotte and Trey, and wanting what they have. And I was like, oh, yeah, she really does say that. And you can and just see the pain, the acting. You can see the pain in her eyes. Yeah, Charlotte looks like she genuinely looks like she's gonna die. Like yeah. she, the look in her face is just so sad. And yeah, and then basically her voiceover also says that like by the time the magazine would come out, Trey would already be fully like moved moved out of the apartment by then too, and everything. And mm-hmm. yeah, love it. And but like this is basically rock bottom for charlotte like this is we can move up from here it'll be slow but we can move up from here yeah so yeah and then the last half of the episode is just like a weird close-up on the snow globe in carrie's apartment and i literally forget why we got that (laughs) i don't remember what the context was oh okay so it's because nine this was the first episode to air after 9 11 oh it was this one. Yeah. I wasn't even paying. I skipped the credits because, like, the credits are – they cut that out. Oh. They cut the well, two towers out of the, the – the twin towers yeah. out of it. Yeah. I think they did that, like, last episode two or something. And then they – this was the first one, I think, filmed or, like, could – they could actually do anything with the episode. Um, so right. the snow globe has the twin towers in it. You know, I did even look at the snow globe and see that the the towers were there, and I didn't even think about it. I was kind of just like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this was back when that was still a thing. But no, this was 2001, so that makes Mm. sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's the bummer, I guess. (laughs) That's another secret bummer. 
I didn't even know there was a secret bummer. But yeah, there really was. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, this episode is fine, but it's kind of like a bummer a bit for Samantha. A huge bummer for Charlotte. I don't know. Miranda's, like, his fine. Carrie's is just boring and it's kind of just like you can still have a life when you have a partner like i don't know why this is such a problem for you why is this so hard but like i don't i also don't see what the issue with her going out without him is i don't know either it's like he's perfectly fine with it there's no point where he's just like i don't want you to go out and leave me all alone it's like He's perfectly fine with having time to himself. He probably wants to have time to himself. Like, that's just normal. <laughs> yeah. But, and, like, mm-hmm. he, there is, I mean, there's a point where she's like, oh, I'm going out with Oliver. And he's like, oh. And then she says, oh, he's gay. And he's like, oh, phew. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> he only sort of raises a question, like, oh, you're seeing another guy, which is fair enough. But and when it's it, Carrie, it's extremely fair for him to. Yeah. When you <laughs> like, cheated on him last time, I, I think uh, you can raise an eyebrow. Yeah, pretty sure that's completely valid of him. But and that's uh, literally all he does is just like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, cool. he, yeah, <laughs> literally raising an eyebrow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, God, and there's that one part too where Carrie comes home and she's like, "I've been dancing with all these like hot topless guys," and it's like, why would you ever? try to like make him jealous with something like that even though you're just gonna be like oh they were a bunch of hot topless gay men like you cheated on him he doesn't like i don't understand i don't understand why that he she seems like that's a normal thing to say to him yeah like if my boyfriend came back and was like i was just at the strip club i'd be like cool but why didn't you invite me (laughs) true 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 (laughs) yeah uh, I guess we can do a rankings now because that's episode. So oh yeah, shit! Um, I forgot we did that. I forget <laughs> every single fucking time. Every single time I forget we do a nickname and I forget we do rankings. I never like I never plan the rankings before. I always no. it every single time. But I know that when we have guests on, almost every single time they come up with their rankings before getting on the episode. Yeah, which is wild. I like wait until we've discussed it and then I will. Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, I really like so-and-so this episode. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I wait until we've had our discussion. Yeah, and I feel like it definitely changes my opinion, but it's yeah. kind of like, usually it's really obvious. Like, it's kind of like I watch the episode and it's like, I don't, like, I don't know. Sometimes they're like kind of a tie, but mm. you just gotta wing it. Sometimes you just gotta be loosey-goosey. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll go with Charlotte for top. <laughs> Um, cause, you know, sucks breaking up with your husband, but also he's a piece of shit. You can do better, girl. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm on the single market again, ladies. Um, (laughs) I'm surprisingly not as bitter as I thought I'd be, um, recording this. I thought I'd be really miserable, but I'm fine. You're so valid. Thank you. And, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm gonna fit Charlotte first, and then, um, I don't know, maybe Miranda? Yeah. Because, like, she did out him, but, like, it was an accident, and obviously she was fully planning on keeping the secret. Yeah. Because uh, she could have been, like, real shady and just outed him immediately, but it was obviously an, it was obviously an accident. I think she would have kept it secret, presuming the yeah, woman barged into his fucking office. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and then samantha and then carrie yeah 
exactly the same for me. Yeah. Because it's like, I feel like part of Charlotte being so high, because like when I watched the episode, I was kind of like, I don't know, like it's kind of a bummer, but it's like, the thing is, she, that is the only real part of the story that really meant anything. Yeah. <laughs> no one else did anything, so. No. And like, I feel like the acting of Charlotte. Like, Kristen Davis is acting in that one scene where they take the photo of her entry at the table and she's smiling and it's like perfect on the outside but like on the inside you can tell that she's like a black hole. You're like, that is prestige acting to me. Like, that is good shit. That is Emmy. uh, Emmy. Yeah. Emmy! She deserved an Emmy for that. But Mm. alas, no. Mm. And yeah, Uh, so, but otherwise, same. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no one else really did anything of significance. Like, if you didn't watch this episode and you jump straight to the next one, Charlotte's plot is kind of the only one that matters. Like, maybe Samantha's. But yeah, I feel like Samantha's isn't even going to change that drastically. No. It might just be that she kind of has realized that she's, like, actually has deep feelings for Richard. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And I guess that Miranda is now, like, openly pregnant at work. But, like, we they, we could have just been told that. And yeah. it like, I wouldn't have even thought about it. So. She's like, well, everyone at work knows I'm pregnant now. So, and you're like, okay. Yeah. They need they were going to find out eventually, hon. Yeah, it's it's not the most subtle thing to hide from people, but <laughs> really you know. not. Once you get to like five months, like you can't. There becomes a point where you can't just wear baggy clothes, especially if you're a lawyer, so you need to wear suits. Exactly. There's like nothing she could do to hide that. So no. uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, questions. Questions. We've got two questions this week. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to send us a question, you can send them to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, so our first question is from friend of the show, Siberian Pine, who's asked, my ex who I'm close with has been monogamous for the last two years, not her natural default, and is going to a queer techno sex party on Friday without him. No question, just one like equals one prayer. Um, a, a prayer. Can I get some Fs in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, I I mean, as long as your ex is, like, been monogamous, but not because the relationship is monogamous, but just because that's happened that way, then yeah. go off, and if your relationship is not monogamous, then have a good fucking time, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, the same, like, monogamy and, like, um, polyamory are, like, they're the two sides of the same coin. Like, you can't force anyone to do it either way. So, you know, mm-hmm. if if her and her partner are happy uh, with her going to this party, that's cool. But I hope everything goes well for um for everyone involved. You I know? hope everyone has a good time. Yeah, techno sex party <laughs> sounds fun. Let's go. It sounds. It sounds like not my cup of tea but it sounds like it's probably your friend so that is a good thing and i hope she has fun i was talking to my friend and i think she was going to a sex party because she was like you know i'm going to like have some fun with my boyfriend at party and i was like okay and she was like i'm gonna i'm wearing like stockings and i was like okay and then I was like, okay. I was like, okay. And she kept saying stuff. And then she, and then I'm like, and then we're getting a hotel room. And I was like, okay. And then I walked, uh, and then she's like, said goodbye to me. And I was like, wait, that's a sex party. <laughs> <laughs> 
that could be a sex party. You just might have a friend going to a sex party this weekend. So (laughs) who knows? Maybe your friend is going to the same party as this friend. Maybe. Perhaps. (laughs) I think this party was last week, but you never know. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, why wouldn't you just bring your boyfriend back to your flat? Like, your roommates are going to know you're fucking, but they're not going to care. Like, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Sex party. Because we need, we, we're not normal fucking, we're like extra fucking. Uh-huh. If you yeah. need a hotel room when you just have a perfectly serviceable, like she has an ensuite and everything. I mean, yeah. that's living the fucking dream. Plus, if you need a hotel room, but the party is a sex party, like you could probably just have sex at the party. But if you want to go like really fucking ham, then you probably want to get a hotel room. Well, you need to sleep. And I guess you don't want to go home like, you know, covered and come. So. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. But- <laughs> yeah, let me check into our hotel with strangers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So our other question is from uh, Two by Two Furious, who has <laughs> who has asked on a scale of one to ten, how likely would Carrie get into Yaoi? I hate that it's pronounced Yaoi because I always say Yaoi in my head. I do also always. I had never heard the word said out loud until less than a year ago. Why would so, you? Literally, I have no idea why I've heard it said out loud at this point. Yeah, but. I had never had for a long time, and so I always just read it as yaoi. But, yes. Yeah. I uh, mean... I feel like the chances are pretty fucking low because she didn't seem like she was engaging with the gay porn on a critical level. It seemed like she was engaging on a... She was engaging in it with a this-is-funny-content level, which means I'm sure she wouldn't actually engage in any other kind of gay content on, like, a level that is meaningful, so. No, and I feel like people who are, like, really into that shit are always, like, uh, creepy about it. And I don't Yeah, well, think- true. I mean, there's no way to yeah. be... There's no way to just be like, I'm really into this kind of specific, like, gay sex (laughs) thing that isn't what, you know, like, like, for example, like, if you're a woman and you're really into, like, like, all I read is, like, gay men fan fiction or something. It's like, there's a very hard, it's very hard for that to not be a fetish type thing where you're, like, fetishizing gay people. It's Mm -hmm. so strange to me how people are like hey everyone wants to know what type of porn i watch why i don't know why Why? it's so weird i do not want to know what kind of porn anyone watches no like Like the only reason it's fucking Mm. like important well not important but like the only reason i would give a shit is like if we're in a relationship, if I'm having sex with you, then I might want to know what kind of stuff you're into. But, like, yeah. else-wise, I don't fucking care, my dude. <laughs> it's true. I don't care. But people love talking about it. And people love being r- weird and fetishistic, especially with fucking um, Asian men at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's, it's true. Oh, it seems to be yeah. it seems to be the new thing. Um yeah. I mean, I guess Asian men, black men, pretty much any person of color, like I've had people fetishize me. Um people get weird about it. People get real weird about 
about race shit in yeah. porn. Like, the fact that you can go to, like, Pornhub and there's, like, categories for specific races of people yeah. is kind of like, <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I really feel like Carrie's going to be, like, a one on this scale because, like, she's really not going to engage in any kind of gay content in any meaningful way. She would mm. probably just see it. And she's she, – you know how her column is. If anything is even remotely different from, like, the cishet norm, she's like, is it bonkers how, like, gay men do this but we don't do this? Yeah. Because – and God, I'm still just thinking about the post I'm, <laughs> the thing I posted in our guest chat earlier about that one, that one like Tumblr post with, uh, the guy from Full Metal Alchemist that's just like normal couples, Yuri couples, Yaoi couples, and then like Ed from Full Metal Alchemist being like, it's all the same to me. Love is love with the thumbs up. <laughs> just every time I hear someone say Yaoi, I just think about that picture. And it's that's good. Carrie. That is She's Carrie. Edward Elric, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hmm. Also, I will say one of the good things about Carrie is, like, she definitely does not watch anime. She definitely doesn't. No. Yeah. That's, like, truly a benefit to her. And um, one of the few good things you can say about her, does not watch anime, would never watch anime. So if you don't watch anime, you definitely don't watch hentai. <laughs> well, there's no reason for her to. Well, the thing is, like, I feel like the most valid people who watch anime are, like, women. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. most yeah. of the women I know who watch anime are pretty cool people. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the men who watch anime who are very, like, Disgusting. gross about it. And, but yeah, Carrie just, Carrie is not the kind of woman who would watch anime and if she was i'm sure i really doubt it would be uh to watch gay porn so yeah yeah, that's gonna be a one for me out of ten yeah i i will agree with that Mm -hmm. like maybe a two because i feel like she would watch it and be like oh this is weird yeah and then you know but i did think of you know with our with our title with the name of the show I feel like she would love the corn. You know, the the corn video? Is this like a hentai thing? There was like a, a yowie that was like, behold, corn. And like, I think oh. they shoved it up a guy's butt. Well, that's, that does go with the show. You are right about that. Country boys may do. Yeah, they can. Country anime boys make do. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I remember it being like a like a meme you sent round and fucking, you know. Yeah, like yeah. 2012. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've seen this, but I might have to look it up later. So, mm-hmm. just for context, for research. Uh <laughs> so that's all our questions for the week. Uh so we can do Patreon now. So uh you can donate to us on patreon.com slash city girls make do. You can give us one dollar a month to be a haymower and get a special Discord role and access to bonus content we make and also get access to the looker and nanu picks. Yeah. Which is an excellent channel and very good. There's great content in there that's absolutely top notch. 
Uh, and then you can donate $5 a month to us if you really love us to be a cardboard cutout of a baby. And in that tier, you get all the $1 stuff, you get an even more special Discord rule, and you get a shout-out on the podcast every week. So shout-out to Summer Geist, Jess Ayalachi, Siberian Pine Hardwood, Jennifer Snyder, Dan Mike Dawson-Silva, Matt Ribeiro, and PR the Disaster. God, I just realized I should start reading Matt's name in a really goofy voice like they do on, like, Pigot and stuff. <laughs> And my boyfriend, Matt Ribeiro. <laughs> uh, anyway. And you can also send stuff in for Steve Voice if you want. I'll read it in Steve Voice. Uh, and if you really, really love us, you can give us $10 a month. Uh, and you get all that, plus you can listen to us record every week. Uh, and that's podcast. So um, you can follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at City Girls Make Do. And you can follow me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and Tumblr at Wimfall Island. Um, you can follow me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix and on Twitter Alex the Virgo. Um, I guess that's that's the tea. Um, that's the fucking tea. We can <laughs> fucking kill every cop because we hate them. And pew, pew. Brap. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Uh yeah, we're gonna say so long and good night to cops when we <laughs> when we <laughs> remove them from their current role in society to make a better world for everybody. <laughs> when we uh give power back to the people. In our perfect utopia where everyone mows hay every day. Yeah. Um abolish prisons, chemical- eat pussy. <laughs> exactly. And my chemical romance is back permanently for good always. Yeah, exactly. So, uh-huh. So so long and good night, gamers. <laughs> Um, so long, good night. I'm gonna go join the Black Parade. Me too, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more every day. Fuck cops. Bye bye. <laughs>